Uganda is one of the countries in East Africa and is one of the smallest countries in Africa. There is just 33 million people living in this country and uh, about 20 million people are children. We don't have so many people with um, crowns on their heads. Because of the deadly diseases we have, so many people die when they are still young. And this is the country I live in. I was born long time ago, in the times of Idi Amin. And um, I grew up with partly with my family and then I left my family because our dad was not always in the house. My father had five wives. That's why I thank God that I have one. See, it's a, it's a bondage. It's the devil that leads men to just not get satisfied. Because of that, I have 19 brothers and sisters. And because of that, my mom could not help us all to go to school. But I was helped with my aunt, who had married a pastor in the town. This thing is very hot. Can you turn it a little bit down, please? Um, when I was 18, I accepted Jesus as my personal savior. And since that day, uh, the Lord has done great things in my life. And I thank God that uh, I accepted him. And he has loved me. And he has drawn me near to him every day. It's not very easy to grow up in, in, in Africa. Life can get very hard. And during the time of the struggle, during the time of Idi Amin, we call it the time of struggle because everybody struggled. Even Idi Amin struggled because the devil was using him to do evil things and he did but as I grew up my love for God started to grow and grow and uh, eventually I came to this country to study at uh, a Bible college down in Lancaster, Cape Henry and when I was there um, the love for God and the love for His Word continued to grow in my life and uh, I finished my year there and then I came to Scotland. When I came to Scotland, um, that was my first time to see snow and I loved it. The only thing you can't get used is the weather. Um, this is not me, I have six layers on. 
and this thing was getting a little bit <laughs> wanting me to peel them off. But I came to ICC, International Christian College, and I studied there for some time, uh, for three years, and uh, it was wonderful to see so many people coming to college, change their lives, go back into ministry, and God using them in a tremendous way. And I pray to God that I would like to go back home, and I help my people back in the villages in Uganda. And... Uh, 2002 I managed to go back home to see my people and when I went there an opportunity to buy a piece of land came to be and it was like God has answered my prayers to to go to Uganda to, to start work on this piece of land I came back here and I shared uh, my vision to so many people and so many people encouraged me Others said, Gabriel, you are crazy because I told them I have found a land. And this land is very good. That God is, on, is going to use this land to help his people. And I told them I'm going to start a school, a church, an orphanage, a farm, and a hospital. And by that time, I was say, saying these words, but just with faith. I'm a man of faith, and I love faith. And I love prayer. So I pray to the Lord that uh, if you really want me to do this, show me the signs. Show me that this is what you want me to do. And as time went by, God started to show me great things. People started to respond in a, in, a, in a tremendous way. People started to pray for me. People started to give. Um, and miracles started to happen. You see, some people think that miracles stopped in the days of the disciples. I hear so many people saying that kind of words. But for me, even to be alive today is a miracle. If you have never lived in a country where there is civil war every day, sometimes you don't appreciate the work of God. When you see young children being tortured, women, pregnant women being raped, children forced into shooting each other, children forced into raping their mothers, I believe in a God who does miracles. I believe in a God who can change our lives. And I believe in him so much that he has allowed me to share a little bit of his kingdom to help the people, my people, his people, back in Uganda. So I left in 2004. And by that time I had no money but faith and this piece of land. And I arrived in Kampala and people thought I'm crazy. How can you leave Europe and come back here? And I told them it's very important to be where the Lord wants me to be. We started to clear the land. And this is the ministry that the Lord has blessed. Through so many people who have been praying, who have been giving, 
who have been coming and it's an encouragement to all of us that God can use anybody. God can use anything and he can use you. In this wonderful city of Mudispan, God can use you. And when I look at this new place, when we were just coming out of the car, uh, my brother Ane told me a little bit of this miracle. And I believe God is going to enlarge this church. One day, this place will not be enough. Mark those words. One day, you have to buy all those shops around there in the name of Jesus. That is Kampala. Kampala is the capital city of Uganda. There is six million people living in Kampala. And most of uh, the people living in Kampala, business people, children on the streets, uh, so many uh, uh, business people. That's a signpost of the ministry. The ministry is called Ruero Community Ministries. And its main purpose is to bring hope, to bring refreshment, to bring joy, to bring the future to the people of Uganda, the people of Ruero. Proverbs 11.25 The Bible says that generous man will prosper and he who refreshes others shall himself be refreshed. And we thank God that he has refreshed us in so many ways in the last few years. So the work, the work, the project involves a church, a farm, an orphanage, a school and a hospital. Where I'm standing, that was a big jungle a few years ago. And we started clearing it with, a mach with machetes and axes and holes. And we used our hands. And we used our muscles. That that place can look like that today. That's a football pitch where children and the community members come for the games. Where I'm pointing, we have just purchased that land. We are going to start a, the first secondary school in this area. And I call that a miracle. The church started in 2005 with just few people and we had no church building by then. But we had the land and we had our God. And we had that tree there. We sat in that tree and prayed. And services were held in that, under that tree. And sometimes rain may come, and then we run away. Eventually, the numbers started to grow from 30 people to 150 within six months. And then we built that cathedral there. It's a wooden structure, but it's a big cathedral in this community. And miracles have happened in that building. So many lives have been changed, families have been brought back to relationships. I don't know about other countries, but Uganda, men can get married to four, five, six wives at the same time. I don't know about Glasgow, but I, when the church first started, I had men who had five wives sitting with them on their, they have a pew on their own, and their children. And God has started to change lives by the teaching of the word, by the help of the Holy Spirit. And so many families now are biblical families. 
We have Sunday services, Wednesday Bible studies, Friday for night prayers. When the church started to grow, we had to start doing so many programs to help the young people, the children, the moms, the dads, through the teaching of the word. And on Friday, we hold night prayers, starting from 8 o'clock in the evening up to 6 in the morning, because we believe in the power of prayer. Prayer change things. If you don't have things to do, just pray. God will give you something to do. We have youth camps. Youth camps are held every August. And the aim of these youth camps is to present the gospel to these young people. Some of them come when they are not Christians. By the time they leave, God has transformed their lives. We have so many problems now in Uganda. And one of them is homosexuality. It has been promoted in high schools and universities. Someone has poured billions of dollars to promote it in Uganda. And so many young people are asking questions. And one of the things we do is to try and answer some of these questions. Teaching them what the Bible says about these kind of challenges. And then they go in their workshops. We had a privilege of hosting Brother Arnie speaking to these young people. And it's wonderful to have men of experience speaking to us who are still young. And the challenge and the life and the transformation these people receive when we have speakers like Brother Arnie is tremendous. Their life is changed because we are raising a new generation. We've been through trouble, we've been through wars, we've been through struggle for so many years. And we don't want to go back in the days of Idi Amin. We want to go forward. The church is wooden, as I said, and the termites have started to eat all the wood. The church members are, are making these bricks to start building a permanent church. So pray for that project, please. We have a farm with so many animals. Those are pigs. We have goats, we have cows, and some chickens. And all these are members of our family. They provide us with milk, they provide us with fertilizers, and uh, children learn from them. And. Uh, in the village there is no electricity, so you just need a cow. And you don't need electricity for this cow, and it gives you fresh milk in the morning. And fresh meat one day when it is done. We have that borehole which was dug a few years ago. People from uh, Duncan Rake High School in Iscobride contributed some money towards the digging of that borehole. And people in the community can come and fetch water from this well there. God has made us uh, tremendously grateful that he has provided those two assets, water and electricity. As I said, in the village there is no electricity. But a few years ago, God touched someone and that generator was bought. It supplies light and God is faithful. I see miracle every day. And when I read the Bible, these are just starting miracles. 
God is going to do greater things. A tractor also was bought a few years ago. The things I'm telling you have just happened since 2004. And God has touched so many people because He wants to change His people. The tractor helps us to plow the land and grow the crops in the right time. The children come on the farm to learn how crops grow. We grow lots of bananas, maize, pineapples, so many things. The school started in 2006 with 15 children. Right now we have 350 children. Most of these children are orphans whose parents have died of HIV. The school bell rings at 5 o'clock and the kids will run and come to school. When they come, they have to clean the school, the compound, and everything, including the toilets. That is a big picture of the school. The school mission is to produce an all-round child, not just academically fit, physically fit, morally fit, but also spiritually upright. When they finish cleaning, they go to the assemblies to pray and read the Word of God. They go to their classes. We thank God for the people who have donated so much money towards the building of these buildings, the, the chairs in the, in the classrooms. That's my wife, Deborah. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Last summer we had a group of young people came and uh, did so many things. And uh, they helped us clear the land. They helped us with the Sunday school, with the school. And also they had uh, games, netball and football. That was netball. And uh, you can tell who won. They brought teddy bears when they came and all the children received a teddy bear. When the wee ones were talking about all these boxes, they talked about teddy bears. Those are simple things some people, some kids had never seen before. And these kids were so happy. Those are desks in the classrooms. We have three buildings of that kind. Before they go back home, they have to clean the school again. They go to the assembly and go back home at 5 o'clock. They do lots of crafts with their hands to learn so many skills. We have so many orphans in Uganda. Years ago, we used to have orphans of war. But now we have orphans of HIV. Some of these kids are sick with HIV AIDS because when they were born, possibly during the cut of the umbilical cord, the blood of their parents got connected with their blood and then they got HIV. Some of them have been raped by their relatives and AIDS have passed on them. There is over three million people in Uganda living with HIV and 120,000 are children. These kids need love. So what we do, we bring them in and look after them and put them in foster families. And we have a, a program to start building uh, orphanage homes where they will live not as orphans but children. Because when Jesus comes into our lives, we are not orphans anymore. We are children. So they will have a house to live in. There is leaflets there you can take and read more about this work. 
and then you can be a blessing in your life. We have a clinic that started last year, and this is also a miracle. Just happened last year. We had prayed and fasted for our health center in the village. And God answered our prayers through the people we even didn't know. Lakeland. How many people know Lakeland? Uh, I see. I've never met these people. They know my name, but they don't know me. But God used some of one of my uh, friends down in Lancaster to meet these people. And they, they just gave. You know? Even before coming to Uganda, they gave. God can use anything. God can use anyone. And they gave us thousands to build that clinic. A place where people come and get treated. We have those two nurses and a visiting doctor. It is the first clinic in the area. There are so many tropical diseases killing people in Uganda. And it's a place that brings hope. When kids of that age come and get treated, that's a young girl called Angel. She was brought when she was dying with malaria. People die of malaria every day. 600 people die every year with malaria in Uganda. Before we got the generator, that was the only light we had in the clinic. And God touched other people in this country, Great Britain, to give us those equipments, the beds, the wheelchairs and uh, God is good but sometimes it went dark before the generator came but God is faithful he has given us this generator and he's still doing great things that's a young lady from Germany who helped us as a missionary to come and work with us and also to help in the clinic and also in the school we always look for people to come and volunteer in the school, in the clinic, and in the other projects on the farm. And if Mr. What is his name? The Prime Minister? Cameron. Cameron. When, if Mr. Cameron is trying to retire you here, just come home. There is some work for you. So, thank you. Thank you very much for allowing me to speak to you about this work. And uh, Brother Arne is one of the trustees who run this the charity here in this country. If you want more information, he can uh, give you the right information about this work. You can write, you can come, you can pray, you can support, and you can always remember the children in Uganda. If you brought your Bible with you, I don't know the time. In Africa, we don't have watches. <laughs> We just have time. But um, there are a few words I would like to read with you. And after that, I'll sing one song and then I'll pray. Isaiah chapter 40, chapter 40 and verse 28. The Bible says that, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting, the creator of the end of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak.
even the youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will show on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I thank God that you will never grow weary because He loves you and He's going to do great things in your life. He has done so many things in my life and He has kept your life up to today. Continue serving Him. Continue loving Him. And always remember that He loves you. Can't hide. 
Self-known. 